Do you want to open it? Or do you want me to open it? Should we make like the? That's the intro. No, I know. I'm just kidding. Chance up. Let's go, cat. It is July thirteenth. It's not real. It's not. It's not. It's not. You're probably wondering why you hear myself and Eli opening the show. That's because, well, Frank is uh, Frank's away. He's on PTO. Ralph's away. Ralph is moving. Nick's away. Nick's closing business. But guess what? Guess who's still here and serving oh, beers? Yeah, because we're we're we have not nothing that much else going to on. do. Yeah, yeah we so. don't have anything else to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, but look, man. like this might not be lunch beers. This might be beer lunch. We might have to take the plural off because it's two instead of five. But we're gonna do what your coach, when you were seven years old, was yelling at you because he had divorce issues and. You know, all these types of family things going on, and he took his anger out on you, and he would yell at you to row the boat. And that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to keep rowing the boat. It's the Eli and Coach show, but it's also lunch beers. And you know what we both do? We both suffer every day at work. Too much, man. Every single day. Are you, so like retirement age, where's that at? Like, where is that? Am I even going to retire? Like, why... Why do I already know that Social Security is gone? And why do I have the feeling that 401k is going to be obsolete by the time I'm like 67? Because America. That's Bro, why. What kind, of, what kind of retirement plan do you have? Do you have a Roth? Uh, my plan is to not get there because <laughs> it's just... I'd, yeah, let's get just rich or die live trying. on the edge. Great you know movie. What I'm like, Great movie. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no. God. I'm not... Dude, the thought of... There's something about uh, uh, golf alleviated it a little bit for me, I will say. But there's something about you know just moving in slow mo once you hit a certain age. It's just not too appealing to me. I've always told my dad I plan on going out in some type of explosion, even if it's metaphorical <laughs> of sorts to make myself feel better. But dude, it's probably gonna be real, bro. I work. I'll work with people in their sixties, and I do like. Where do you get the drive? Like, dude, sixty-two years old. Your your alarm goes off at seven a.m. and you get up again. Are you shitting me? Well, I mean, think, I'm still getting up, dude. Think about think about this though. Like when when we're fat, happy, and retired, like mm. we we grew up in the video game era. You tell me, oh, like yeah. we're retired, all the boys in the retirement, we we ain't hopping on in sticks all fairness, and some squads on in Hilo all fairness, we do go back because my dad used to drop me off at your crib with a twelve pack of Dr Pepper to play Xbox, yes. and now we're full grown adults. We just drink beer instead, and we still play Xbox. It's gonna be a so, twelve yeah. pack of antibiotics and painkillers yeah which is great but at the same time you know there's a lot of things that aren't great and one of those things that you know aren't great is a gym pet peeve when something gets under your skin dude when the beta alanine's already ripping through your body and you don't feel good as it is right i'm in the gym at 5 30 in the morning this is not a flex your boyfriend could probably beat me up but i'm in the gym at 5 30 in the morning getting it done right regardless I'm a songwriter, dude. I'm not trying to be a beefcake. Can't grab my guitar. I don't understand why people post up on machines for the entirety of my workout. 
there's this one dude that goes to my gym and he might be a great guy, dude. He might be the best dude ever. He might have given way more to humanity than me. That's very possible. But in this one moment I'm referring to, I can guarantee that's not the case because this man sets up on a pulley system, which my gym has three of, and one is always broken, right? So if you want to fly, dude, it's basically a no-fly zone when this guy's in the gym because you can't hit your pecs. And he, he'll do a set and he'll walk across the entire gym and talk to somebody and then go back. But he has so much stuff there, it looks like a little kid's room surrounding this piece of equipment. That ain't fine. That ain't fine. I'm moving it. You got like a two, minute 30 to two minute mark. And if I'm doing something else and I realize, I'm moving it. And I'm just like, hey, man, I was working in. Yeah, I mean, dude. Because I almost want him to cause a scene. Yeah. I almost want him to be like, meh. So I'm yeah. like, really? Come yeah. on, let, let's hit you with some logic in the mouth. I mean, dude, you gotta, you know, you gotta be a different breed to be comfortable enough to like take a piece of equipment from the entire gym yeah. for like no, 30 for minutes. Sure. Like, that's... I, I've been that guy though. Like, if if I'm super sending something though, and like I'm you're moving grinding. quickly, and someone does it, I get pissed. But if you're talking to people and fucking around, like. It's bad. I think Dude's you should bad. try it. You should I think try he has it. more than one bag. Yeah, you should try it and report back. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I might. But we can't have it. I mean, we know where you lift, Max Fitness in Bethlehem. Frank's got the yeah, feet bro, pick. It's yeah, been on feet, national dude, television. I, so I, won't use, I won't use a rogue bar in that gym just because that one woman put her feet on it. Yeah, no, I'll tough. just use the silver bars. Like, I, I can't. Glad I'm out of there. Yeah, dude, we got rid of COVID kind of, I guess. But, like, I don't know that we can get rid of that. You know what I'm no. saying? Like, that's like a whole other ball game. Yeah, no, no, that's not. I mean, what are we doing here? Seriously. I just, it's it's almost as bad as trying to put out a firework on a Friday. Even on the 4th of July? Yeah, there's nothing worse, man. There's nothing worse. What do your fire? What do your fires typically look like, right? Like, are they from a client? Are they from an internal piece? Because those oh, are two dude. entirely different I've enemies. Had, I've had both. In my professional career. What's the typical you get? Um, typically from uneducated clients. Oh, yeah. Um, so most of my professional career, I've worked in the payroll industry and um, small business mid-market, which is anywhere from like 150, 75 employees. We've all worked in the restaurant industry, right? Like, I feel like if I put out a survey monkey and I was like, how many Americans have worked in the restaurant industry? Like, minimum 85 are going to say yes, right? Yeah. We all know how fucking stupid the people that run those industries are, right? They're not... It's brutal. Bro, the dishwashers are like 43 years old with four felonies hitting on the 16-year-old girls that are that are hostessing. Like, it's not a good place to be. Relatively uncomfortable, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah the not. front of house dating back of house thing, that Pete Davidson, Kim K tweet... <laughs> resonates to this day dude <laughs> yeah and everybody he, on the front was bro. doing shorties to the back bro for no reason because they dropped some like chicken fingers for them and, and then that they're was trying it. to give you life advice and this but that, that's besides the point <laughs> that is besides the point the I mean, point is yeah. is that these people create their own issues because they never take the time to educate themselves on how the government will capital w-i-l-l Capital Stranger Things will come and fuck you. Not to be confused. Yeah, like, they'll put you in the upside down. Yeah. Like Will. Upside down in the upside down. Because that's what they like to do. They like to hurt people. <laughs> and if you aren't paying attention, and if you aren't following all the government regulations, or third-partying somebody that is, you're fucking done. 
And then all of a sudden, the hammer will come down on them, and they'll be like, oh, I need you to help me. Oh, I need you to help me. And it's like, it's an opportunity to make money for you, so you're trying. And it could be a, it could be a situation where it's like, oh, I'm a landscaping company, and now we hate each other. And this is all hypothetical, by the way. And, you know, now he's keeping five employees and I'm taking 10 and we're separating. And now I need a new business ID, but I haven't followed any compliances or anything from the IRS. And I want you to take the liability. It's like, no, no, not going to do that. The terms and conditions look at like, you know, people who don't read into things and just salivate, dude. Like they're like, dude, there could be. I mean, there could be something on the 17th page of the term and conditions within a paragraph, within a subtopic, within another that says, like, I have to forfeit over my firstborn if I agree on getting Tinder gold. Dude, that's like the whole Squid Game TV show. You know what I mean? They get them. Yeah. You're not wrong. Bro, and I'll be honest with you. I won't do that if I'm coming up to, like, a $5 a month music subscription on Spotify or Apple. Cash. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm going to be like, yep, yep, yep. Like, you know what I mean? This is entertainment. So you're trying to rob the bro, poor bro, at that I'm, point if, if you're trying I'm, to get me. If I'm, yeah, right. It's it's like the IRS coming at me because I won $20 in gambling in the NFL because I and went they like want 589, 584. You know what I mean? Like, they really coming for me? No. Because yeah. I suck. However. They thirsty. When you're vetting 300, 500, Seven hundred thousand million dollars into a business, and you're just gonna fly by the seat of your pants. Like, why do you want me to feel bad for you, oh, or never, try to help you yeah, no. when you're not even helping yourself? And then you gonna shit on me? No. But at at the same point, it's also my job to retain client and create said new entity, and then I get shit on. I don't even have a. I don't. Even, dude, I'm out here. We've already talked about this. My boss has moved on. And then, you know, you know how everyone knows how the workplace works. There's you, the ant. Then you have, like, queen ant. Then you have, like, queen ant's ancestor and that queen ant's ancestor and the fucking floating ant bee that lives in the sand bunker, the golf course that stung you the one time and you bled for eight hours. We all know how it works. Sounds pretty brutal across the board. What am I... Like, bro, I know that flying queen ant that shits on people has way more on their table to deal with measly old me who's only been here for a little bit. But, like, when I don't know something, where am I No one answers you. Yeah, what am I going to do? I mean, you're basically in college again, right? (laughs) Like, you're getting charged 10K to to learn everything on Google because your your professor just gives you the topics to research. <laughs> but at least I'm getting paid this time. I mean, you know I mean, you're not wrong. Um, the one thing that I do, I have like talked to a couple people recently about this, and like I, I want to get your take on it because I have a very strong take. But dude, personal calendars, like oh, a guy like me, dude. Now let me let me clarify this, oh, right? Boy. Let me paint the picture. You know, I don't. There's no one that hits me up that if I don't answer them immediately, I'm getting in trouble, right? Like, I'm a pretty, like, free-flowing kind of dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's not really a lot of people that could pick up the phone and get me on it and yell at me. That doesn't really exist. So, my calendar is just kind of me. But, like, I feel like I don't want a calendar because it just feels like I'm, like, nagging myself to do something. It's like my past self is like complaining and whining at my current self to do something that I might not want to do anymore. So like, is that something that you utilize? Like, what do you, how do you, 
Some I never people have. swear by it. I never have, honestly. I like to take things as they come. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this. Um, Inflation. One thing that the girlfriend has been implementing. Oh, no. Implementing, dude. Implementing, but did, it works. Did she give an SOP? No, nah, it's if you have one of those people that'll call you after work hours, or if like it's a Friday and you're like after work hours going to do something, put your, your phone post 5 p.m. plans in the calendar. So that way if someone like hits you up, like it'll say busy. Mm. So you know what I mean, but I ain't even gonna call. I him. know what you mean, but I'm also the type of dude to be like mm, 7 p.m. Why are you calling me? True, I'm gonna hit ignore either way. That's 100. Yeah, I'm not facts. answering. It's but, just like, and it don't get me wrong. Like if you're one of my boys from work, and we're cool, sure. But like if you're hitting me up about work, you buy 40 hours. Like we all see the deals our company makes. They won't. They won't even agree on a ten dollar difference if they want it the other way. So why would I give you my time outside of that if you don't purchase it? Like no, that's yeah, valuable. No, that's just true. I and bring value to the company anywhere I, I am. So I if, hear you. if you're not buying my extra hours, you ain't getting it, yeah. bro. This is a business 100%, transaction. Hundred percent. But we're, you said we're talking personal calendars. Yeah, but like, you'd start bringing up work. All right. So am I like planning out every single event that I have going on throughout my entire Could life? Be. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't be doing that. It's yeah. just too much. But like for for example, for people that don't have their birthdays on Facebook, the personal calendar becomes very helpful because yeah. But also like you're not telling everybody when your birthday is, so like if I feel like if you don't Facebook, get told happy birthday, then like that's a little on you. All right, all right, all right. That's I'm a talking, lot of birthdays. I feel for me like to if remember. you're, I feel like if you're over the age of eighteen or eighteen, your nineteenth and twentieth birthday, nobody cares. 21, people should tell you happy birthday. 22, you die. But after that, it's like, <laughs> fuck you. you yeah, know no what I'm one cares. 40 and 60 and 50 are important. So you have three more after your 21st. I'm talking for all the kids that don't have the, that don't have the Facebook that are under that age group. It becomes helpful because it's like, what kind of piece of shit cousin, uncle, brother-in-law, brother are you if you forget... Brother, little fucking Jim's twelfth birthday. That that ain't good luck. Ain't good luck. It's absolutely not. Um, There is one other thing. We were we were about to be done and crack the beer, and I really wanted to drink this beer. But there's another thing that just does not work, and it is, dude. So, you know, podcast producer Ralph post. He he's moving. My man is moving. He's moving, but he's a savage at poker. The man, he runs casinos. They get nervous when he walks in. He's got that, you know, L.A. film school vibe what page, to him. What page did he just make it on? I don't know. But he posted a video. I don't I'll even think you. it was recent. I'll and it got what page he made it on. went relatively viral. Casino casino wins official. Casino wins official. It went yep. relatively viral. viral and bro- He won money. And everybody's just coming at him. Just yelling at this man. And, and I just want to know... What happens in your day that somebody making money on Instagram is enough for you to put the brakes on and sit there and just argue? Oh, boy. Can we just get like a moment of silence for the people on the internet that get so mad they just run through comment sections? Because let's get a moment of silence. Yeah, it's just, you suck. Like, let's be real. You're trash. (laughs) 
like you're trash. Especially about something like it's not even trivial. It's irrelevant. It's not even trivial. Like what are we doing? But you're mad. We and it's like so. Oh, okay. There's guys. There's guys in the comment section. Oh, videos playing in the background. That's my bad. Um, that are talking about like the chip count. First of all. Each casino has different chip colors, yada, yada, yada. You see a guy getting this stack, and you're like, oh, it's all ones. Meanwhile, you don't see any proof of blinds, this or that. And, like, what, do you got to say that to feel better about yourself because you're bad? The people who get mad are the people who consistently donate their money to casinos. And we all know that. And I feel like for those people, we should have a toast. No, I ain't ain't toasting shit to them. No, we should have a toast. I ain't toasting shit to a guy that's going balls deep on a 7-2 offsuit, dude. I'm not having it. Toast. I'm toasting to Ralph, dude. Win your money, Ralph. Win your money, Ralph. You're good on them. People on the internet, stop sucking, okay? No one cares. Seriously, though, please. Cheers. Please help us. What are you thinking, Jared? Give Give me the first take on the beer. Oh, Boy, okay. Got to get that Frank gold in there. Yeah, yeah. Frank, here, let me do this for you. <laughs> here you go, bud. Hope you're having a great vacation. I love you. Um, into the forest, which is exactly where Frank is. Some beautiful wedding pictures posted today. Love beautiful them. couple. Beautiful. Beautiful. Just beautiful. And what's also beautiful is this beer. Like I said, it's Into the Forest by Beer Tree Brew. It's a double New England. So, Frank and Nick, just know you guys are missing out because I know these are your favorite types of beers. Yeah, we're drinking all of them. Wicked. Sorry. Yeah, they're all, yeah, yeah. Wicked cool picture with like the hop tree. You see, it looks like a it's Christmas a tree, but it's a. Actually, if I can get a hop that big. I would use that as my Christmas tree. I would tree. work from home under it. Yeah, bro. They got some crazy, like, British Columbia-type tree sky star line out there. Um, flavor's good. Very drinkable. Uh, 7.9 ABV. Mm-hmm. Super, super drinkable. Super smooth. Um, I'm going to give this a 7.1. Um, something about the after flavor... It gets me a little bit, but um, the cumin, you know what I mean? The cumin, <laughs> the cumin, <laughs> I don't know that what you seasoning mean. that you use, super strong cumin. Cumin? <laughs> yeah, I know. You see what I'm doing? I but it's like good, it. though. It's I good. Like it's good. I like it. So, uh, Johnson City, New York. Eli, I know, you, I know you found some really cool things on the can. Tell us about it. Yeah. Um, so, first, I just want to shout out my boy, Sam Newpower. Um, you know, we, we're, we're some of those guys that Great rock guys. the same letters in college. It's one of those things, right? We're Very not going nice to get too into that. Very yeah, nice. great guy. We love him. Uh, he recommended this beer because my man just knows beer. So went up to him and it's like, hey, bud, you know, help me out. Pick the beer for the podcast. So I think he did a great job. Um, it's pretty funny. They say on the side, I'm cool AF, stormy at 38 degrees, recycle me when I grow up. I want to be a new beer. And then, you know, according to the Surgeon General, dude, who's the Surgeon General, right? Oh. Anyway, I'm giving this beer a 7.5. Um, I do like the taste. Hazy's can be touchy for me with the aftertaste, and I do agree with you there because it's, it's tough when it goes down super smooth and it bites after. It's like a, it's like an up-and-down relationship at that point, right? Like, we're not out here on roller coasters. My boys is playing bumper cars. We're not going that up-and-down. We like that steady. So we're going to go with 7.5 on this, but I do like this beer a lot. Dude, I feel like this is like a nice, like, 
September night campfire. Beer. Yeah, I could see like a fall beer yeah, where you want like sure. a little pain because winter's coming. Yeah, and you just you just know everything's be, about to suck. This could be a good winter beer. <laughs> we're in July. We're like winter's coming. <laughs> I can't I stop know. thinking about We've it. Been struggling. We've freaking been struggling. I'm freaking out. But it's 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 definitely like this is like a dark night time type yeah. of beer. Yeah, like, struggling emotionally night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Like keep the mosquitoes away. I'm gonna drink this. Well, I mean, I oh, so beer. like a yeah, no, I get it. Right, so we. Jared and I are the only ones in the room right now, and we're just, this is our, these are our rules, right? So just like we just talked about a dark emotional night is literally what it's like being a Giants fan because there's no, we're always outnumbered. We got Washington and we got Baltimore and the other three are Giants guys. And guess who didn't show up? The Giants, just like they do on the football field. (laughs) So this would be, boys, this would be a great beer for you guys to drink when your team is just falling apart. Yeah, I, I concur. I love that, dude. Right I love that. Me. Yeah, no, I feel the pain that they must feel being a Giants fan. And, I, you know, we got big years for Washington and Baltimore. You hope. Yeah, well, I think we'll be okay. We've done some good restructuring. We got you Terry hope. back. Dude, scary Terry. That was it. Carson Wentz, it's going to be interesting to see the guy. We're going to talk about football because, like I said, it's almost winter. So we're going to talk about football because we're about to enter we're the football playoffs. We're less than 60 playoffs. days out, baby. Yeah, it's getting too real. But I think Carson Wentz, if they – if Ron Rivera is a great coach. Like, he's a very sound, grounded coach. And we don't have a lot of that in the Washington organization if you watch any news source because our owner, Dan Snyder, is literally one of the biggest pieces of trash that I've ever seen anywhere he really is the dude sucks and i hope he hears this and i hope he gets offended and i hope he hates me because there's nothing i wouldn't do for dan snyder to know specifically that eli hates him but outside of that i think ron rivera is a good enough coach that he understands that carson wentz is the type of guy that's got to play that peyton manning big forehead football sit in the pocket don't make something happen let it happen because you have consistent good strategy and move along. You got good backs, you got a good wide out, you got a good tight end. Let the things develop and put some people on the line. And we're not the Giants. I think you guys should become more of a run heavy team. Oh yeah, I'm totally play, down for that. Take, as long as it's not Carson Wentz running. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I mean, you have Gibson and McKissick in the backfield. I would take, I would take a little bit of a bite out of uh, the packages that the Ravens run with. Give some John Taylor Dobbins action. Dobbins and Edwards, or e- yeah, I mean, surprise teams when you throw. Look, or even go back to Peyton's schemes when he had like Kamara and Ingram in their primes, like yeah, because. McKissick is a starter on a lot of teams in Dude, the NFL. He's so good. He's ext- he he's was so hard. serviceable last year when Gibson got hurt. Yeah, he is very good. Good on the checkdowns. McKissick's a great guy to run and throw. You just have to get Wentz out of the hole. Like oh, I'm gonna, the like the need to make the play. You know what I mean? Like bro, you ain't been the same since you tore your shit up. All right, don't just just. Just stay there. Yeah. Just stay relaxed. Yeah, just get the job done and as I a think team. I think you're right. I think hopefully Rivera will be able, to, be able to drill that in. Now, something that's sad for one of the golf courses I go to by home, <laughs> they named their dog Carson, and he's got an Eagles collar. So um, let's all feel bad for that dog and that family for a second. But like we said, 
we're not really here to talk about our teams. We're just here to kind of talk about how bad the Giants are. Yeah, because dude. Frank, Nick, and yeah. Eli. And, wait, Whoa, wait, Eli, and who? Oh, Eli Apple. Frank, Nick, and Ralph. Bro. Oh, Eli Apple. What am I just opening doors for wideouts, bro? What are you talking about? We did about? say that one Eli guy. I mean, Eli Apple probably yeah. has a saying there, too. Yeah, we, uh, we're we not spoke. a fan of the Giants, if you can't tell. Yeah. I mean, but we are massive Yankee fans. Like, we're going to keep that in New York. And I might go see Dead & Co. on Saturday. Bro, last... Last not, last stop. It might be the last, last tour. Coming? I'm, I'm a last train, bro. You never know. But dude, the Yankees are everything the Giants aren't. Successful, Good. handsome, right? Smooth. That's that's one thing this entire group of boys can get on with. All though. two of all us, the, all, because well, all the Giants fans aren't here. Yeah, well, you Just bring kidding. the other boys, and they do like the Yankees. So yeah, we're, and we're, how are we doing? It's, it's going up to the break. I mean, give nice. me a little rundown. Give we're me looking nice. How you feeling? How you feeling now compared to beginning of the season? A lot better. Yeah, I was nervous coming in. I was I was very very scared of Boston. I'm still scared of Boston, especially since we just split that series with them 2-2. Um, but, dude, these these guys got that Zach Wilson dog in them. You know what I'm saying? Like, that girl from my high school that did those videos liked his post, they got that dog in them. So, I mean, Stanton and Judge are the first guys to start at the same time from the Yankees on an all-star team since Ricky Henderson Dave Winfield. Now, think about how good both those guys are. Ricky Henderson has a record for most stolen bases and runs scored in the major leagues. And Dave Winfield was Derek Jeter's favorite player growing up. So just put that in your head for a second. Bro. We like that. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's like no big deal, right? But just like, and then you have the same season. Clay Holmes cut from a different class. Single season consecutive innings, no runs record. Which is insane if you look at it from both sides, right? Because which is insane if you look at it from both sides, right? Because you have the concept of beating Mo. Dude, seems impossible. A year, you're as big a Mo fan as anybody I know, right? The man almost operated on perfection, but then you flip it and it's like got that, that sink, yeah, slider. The cutter like slide. All, like, this is like all, almost all he did. How do you have a pitch so good? It's like kudos to the record break, but it just brings me back to enter Sandman. How do you have one pitch so good that no one could touch it? Once with Frank, where we were screaming in the living room about the go to goats, bro. I'm taking Mario and Rivera all day because one trick pony, one trick pony. No beer involved. If you can expect something out of somebody and you still can't stop it, there's a different type of dominance at play. Tom Brady has been beaten by guys in the Hall of Fame. You want to talk about one-trick pony, pocket passers. But I feel like if you're going to do the whole go to very different, very different. Tiger Brady right in there. And we'll just leave it at that. And we'll leave it at that. He's not. He's not. Yeah, he's yeah, LeBron. Um, yeah, LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. Um, it's nope. just like LeBron. Really, I just don't. Really. I hate LeBron. Um, I mean, yeah. Well, I just wanna. I just wanna add one thing, just because I brought up LeBron. The, the thing I do want to bring up is the NBA. 
Given the fact that season's over, right? We're not going to give it too much mind. But I just want to talk about the fact that my man Kyrie Irving, the rumors are developing. I, I just want to throw this out there, right? Right? As Eli, everybody everybody was laughing when I was talking I about laughing. Kyrie to the Lakers. Did. Everybody's laughing, right? Just you might not have been laughing. I think that's I might have probably been looking the most at other everybody. But spot people were laughing. Being frank with you. Oh, uh, Frank Zayas, possibly. Um, yeah, no, it makes sense. And, you know, he, right, there's, it's brutal because there's a bit of a relationship dynamic when it comes to Kyrie Irving because he gave one of those, like, I messed up. Like, he has that, that vibe and that conversation when it comes to him going back to the Lakers, right? He understands, like, at the end of the day, dude, like, you're not Robin. Like, you might be second fiddle, but that doesn't mean, like, you're Robin. And, like, I think Kyrie has matured as a player and done enough flat-earth research that if he went back to L.A. and and, and played with Brian with the intention of straight up, like, hey, like, I'm just here to win. Like, I don't care about – I'm not Russell Westbrooking. I love him. I love Kyrie. You can't but, trust, but yeah, okay, but you can trust him as I. I I'd probably you can trust him trust as much as Kyrie any other free agent, Kate. though, because Kyrie Irving. Oh, absolutely, dude! I heard a great argument. I don't know who it was, but I will find who it was and I will give them the credit on the clip, a hundred percent. But it's very factual. It might have been Ryan Clark. I just want to tend to him because he's a Washington guy, but. The point of the the KD point, and I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this, even though I'm just repeating, is he's never actually created good. He's always just been a part of it. He was on OKC, up three one on the Warriors, Curry, Draymond, Thompson, and what happens? They blow it, they lose. He swaps over to that team. They win with him. He leaves and goes to Brooklyn. And what is what does Golden State do? They win without him. They win without him. And he goes to a more stacked team than the Warriors significantly, right? He goes with Kyrie. He's out in Brooklyn. It's the dream team. You know, they got the drip. They got everything that you want in a basketball team. They got it, dude. They got the look. They got the location. They got the team members. And then Golden State wins because Kerr is one of the best basketball minds that has ever existed on this planet. We'll find out. I mean, he is a good coach, but... He's not. He played with Jordan on the Bulls. Spurs organization. You know what? He's easily play, one of the most winning identities in the NBA and, history. And that's the thing. When you play around a guy like that, like that greatness, that understanding, especially when you're a competitor, like you want that, right? Especially when you don't have it. Like I could say that. I ain't a guy that has that. I played for a dude that's got an All American, Big 12 Player of the Year under his belt. Like, Bro, I would soak up everything he had like a sponge just so I could come close yeah. to being my best self. And I feel like Kerr playing with MJ, like it, it obvi- it's mirroring down into his coaching career. However, we've seen a lot of issues with the superstars taking over. I want to know what's going to happen, let's say, because I do like Kyrie at L.A., Westbrook's there. How do you like? What no, is they, that? They would have to offload him. Yeah, but what, dude? What is that dynamic? Like, I that mean, is he's, not going to be a good situation. Well, you're giving a guy forty-seven million. Like, it's you're giving picks. Like, picks are involved. Yeah. Okay. They so have if to be I'm involved. the owner of the Lakers, I'm going to say fuck the next twelve years of my franchise and beyond to win 
maybe one or two championships right now. Giving up Russell when Westbrook? When I've already won one? Because you give up Russell Westbrook? You think Russell Westbrook is carrying you for 12 years? Wait, who you wants him? Who, men- who wants Russell what does that Westbrook? Have to do with, no, you're not giving up. Because you're, you're not, gonna, you're not going to make that trade. Who, want, who wants to unload the cap? Who wants to take that on? Bro, Dude. that's like that's like the Yankees trying to give Joey Gallo's trade away. Who 75? wants a guy that's it's batting 129, strikes out 159 no. times a year? Westbrook's Nobody still putting numbers Russell. up. He's still putting numbers up. 75% of the NBA will take Russell Westbrook, I guarantee it. They will sacrifice the picks that they've done I don't no think good. So. They will, dude. But you got to remember, these teams aren't doing good with their picks anyway. They take the pick and they fumble it. Like they don't do anything with it. At least they can actually take in a vet. Yeah, they're giving them forty-seven mil. They might have to give something up to get them. But they're actually taking in a vet, a proven player. I'm not a Westbrook like like Stan. Like I'm nowhere near that. If anything, he's caused more hair loss for me, right? Like problems I don't need. Yeah, subscribe and get hymns. We're not sponsored by them, but just plug it in because it makes sense. Like that's Russell Westbrook on your team. But if you're like a Kings fan. Dude, you're taking Westbrook and sacrificing 10 years. You know why? Because the last 40 have sucked. So why are you going to focus on the next 10? All right. I hear what you're saying from like a business standpoint too because that could draw ticket prices up a little bit. The Kings will give that man half a billion dollars so they can get somebody that NBA fans recognize. Well, I guess we'll see. I, I just don't see that situation playing out well for anybody, honestly. Oh, it's it's brutal. Except for Russell Westbrook. That guy got the bag, dude. He's oh, doing yeah. good. Oh, my man Russ. Yo, shout out Russ. There's no disrespect. My man got the bag and he got the stats. I'm I'm just saying, as far as a fan, get out. And you know what? I'm a Braun guy. Get out. Speaking it of doesn't sp- work. sports bedlam and just ridiculous shit, bro, it... it it is July thirteenth. We got the we got the home run derby coming up in a grip. Which, if you've been a listener, you know Eli and I love to bet on. All of the hitters haven't even been announced yet. So, if that's any prelude to what's going to happen in the NBA offseason, just let it be known that it, that we have no idea. Oh yeah, I I like free agent markets, futures. I'll get in once all that stuff's decided because I mean, like I like I said, we're a couple days out from a huge betting event across the country, and we even we know what's going on. I mean, you can bet in Canada, Dwayne Johnson forty to one to win the presidency, and that's not even for so long. But we even know who's in the home run derby next week. Like, come on, got to figure it out. What do yeah, you do? I, what do you? What are you tuned into until that comes up? I don't know, man. Some uh, golf, baby. What you, uh, you don't know? Of course. We're I'll getting up what, at I 2 a.m. and we're watching no, St. I'm Andrews. not going to do that. B- before we get into I'm golf. I'm going to do Because that. the last major is coming up, and we have some thoughts on it. Albert Pujols, who is the GOAT, he's 15 away from 700. He's probably the best player of our generation. Once these other three guys come in the derby, he's going to have crazy odds, and we're going to send it because it's probably a fixed event. And why not Albert? Peyton Manning in his but, last Super Bowl had an interception and a hundred something yards and won. Speaking of old bowls, here comes Tiger for his fourth major this year. And guess what, baby? He's made the cut on every one, dude. Fire me up. I dude, I searched high and low for plus money for him to make the cut. I found plus one oh five. I think it was at Barstool. And I fired. I fired. Fire. Yeah. You, I'll lose me, money on Tiger. Yeah, you gonna, one of those he's going to make the cut. Yeah, but even if you don't, even if he doesn't, Tiger's one of those guys I'm down to lose money on. Facts. Because the bread has come in on that man so many times. 
that like it's like betting Brady, right? Dude, I my the down payment on my Jeep, Brady, out of his hand, dude. You and Frank are the peasantry. About that. Frank and I went on a that's, spree that year. That's a little, the that's down a little pa- different. Yeah. The down payment on the whip was through Brady. The guy was in his prime. We're talking about a dude on one leg right now. Hey, bro. If there's a leg there, I'm betting and I'm yeah, hammering. because he's still got that hand. He's you know Tiger. Saying? He's made those four cuts. But Rory's still my guy, though. He's my favorite golfer right now. The fact that he's favorite 9-1 to one on DraftKings at Pennsylvania. I don't love the 9-1. to one. That's a little yeah. extreme. I get the Xander. I, like, back to back. Like, I'm not... Dude, I'm not taking a dude a third time. But Rory being nine to one, like, that's tough. I mean, dude, that's just tough on a golf odd. Especially a like, single digit odd on in golf for a four day yeah, tournament, no, dude. Never. Like, I'm I'm never I don't care never, who you are. I'm not finding value in that. You know why? Because I've fallen apart in a round where I felt so sound in my game, and I golf once a week. Right? <laughs> if like, dude. I don't care. Like, you can see it even at that level that people can fall apart and it doesn't make sense and one mistake cashes you. Dude, I'm just not a single-digit odds guy in golf. I can't get on board. No, I'm there with you. You could you could find... There's plenty of value to be found on Rory in terms of first-round leaders. We all know he comes out in stripes on Thursdays. Get creative. But... No, thank you. He's always due for one crazy round, like the round he had on Sunday at the Masters. And, I mean, we've all played this course on, at X-Golf, right? <laughs> Dial me played. in with the yingling at 9.15 in the morning and send me out to St. Andrews, baby. I'm getting after it with Facts. double bogeys, triple bogeys, quadruple bogeys. You got the tournament going on. Also, shout out to the Barlow family. We love you guys. Yes, we, we love do. X-Golf in Easton. It's my home. Love to come play there. Uh, Will, good friend. Awesome Former guy. colleague, future teacher. Fire me up. Great place to play. So if you want to play St. Andrews, virtual level, and also get some great coaching, head on over to X Golf, 25th Street, in Pennsylvania. Shout out, it's a Will. Great place. They'll take care of you. Um, but I think the coolest thing about that course is the fact that you can fucking bomb and not care where it goes. There's no fairway. Yeah, because that's the thing. Yo, for guys like you and I, bro, if I'm going to slice the ball two holes to the right... It doesn't matter. And I still have... It's like playing a nine-hole If I can hit my hybrid four-iron three-wood that far straight, I'm going to send it. Yeah. And that makes me feel really good about a lot of guys that aren't accurate on the drive but are very good playing in wind. Because we know that the biggest issue at that course is the wind. Tony Finau. Big breezy. You can go find this. He's been the best player playing in wind. My, my man Finau Top breezy, 10 Tony. Bro. Top 10 Tony. Here could he comes. You, could you make the argument that he isn't quote-unquote wavy? <laughs> he is wavy. Did that one poll he had a couple weeks ago. But my other point is Cam Smith. Cam Smith is one of the best... Escape artist, putters. Thank you, man. In the PGA, his biggest issue is the driver. You can get him at this point. It's Wednesday. I found 25 to 1 today. I love Cam Smith. I usually play five golfers. I played three this week. Okay. And here's why. Barstool, this is my first time ever firing on Barstool. Dude, I found Cam Smith top 30 at even money. (laughs) I was like, what? What? This guy came... And third in the Masters, he had a top 10 finish last week in the Scottish Open. And you're telling me in the top 30. Usually in any tournament, I bet this year, try to find him in the top 20 
I've had to lay a couple. I've had to lay twelve dollars. I've had to lay a couple cents here and there. I'm getting even money top thirty on Cam Smith, dude. That is that is like, bro. I was. I, it seems weird to me, so it could blow up in my face. But how? 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 He is one of the best putters in the PGA, and if he can slice the ball over wherever and then smash an iron no. with his approach game, like, come on, I'm man. buying recovery over driver. I mean, you know, we love golf. We really do. We do have one last segment, right? So let's say you're in the PGA, Jared, or you know what? Let's say, let's keep it realistic, right? Let's keep it real for the boys. You're on live tour, right? We're, right, we're, we're hanging out with DJ, and we're, we're making bread at oh, I the bottom. On, I bet on DJ this yeah. week, too. Dude, and we're making course. bread at the bottom. Shane's Who, up. Whose albums are you buying? Bro, all right. <laughs> Is if, it somebody you're golfing with? Let me keep it straight with you, Eli. If it's 8.30 in the morning and I'm playing, I'm playing over at the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Myrtle Beach TPC, after a long night out with DJ down in Conway, South Carolina, where he Conway, went to see, where him and I have shared in a lump, and and we're getting after it, dude. I mean, who's on, on the speaker? I mean, come on, dude. If we want to hit it hard, if we want to hit. If I've been hitting it hard and I want to hit it hard, dude, I'm listening to John Daly. Yeah, nothing but John Daly as the underground artist of the week on my Bushnell wingman. John Daly. John Daly has Diet like Coke four drinking. albums, dude. You wouldn't even know about it. It's crazy. Miller he's Light slinging. He's a two-time major championship, and he's got more than three albums on Apple Music. Get after it, bro. Hey, hey, watch the documentary too. They put that. They put that hit it hard song in, dude. That shit's look. Here, here's what we're getting at. You want to have a good St. Andrews experience? You want to be up at 2 in the morning on the East Coast and whatever minus 3 is on the West because I don't live there and I'm not going to do the math? Put on John Daly at 2 a.m. Bro, make sure you're John Daly. And Tell D- your boss, hey, I'm going to be late and late is 9 p.m. And that's when my day starts because the boys are golfing in Scotland Facts. and I'm on an opposite schedule now. I got you. Bro, mix what JD brings and mix what DJ brings into your life, and those 1 a.m. tea times won't mean shit, because if you're a true golf fan, you know what I'm talking about, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to cut it right there. www.lunchpiercepod.com. Those are our faces. That's the stuff we say. Shout out to our boy Jay Luch. My man's been writing some great blogs. You guys got to check them out. They had me giggling in my cubicle. People are asking if I was concerned. They were a little. We don't know. Figure it out. Check it out. Tune in to Lunch Beers, dude. We're having a good time. We want you to join us. It's the Eli and Jareed episode. Let us know how you liked it.